This is the IEEE USA Insight Podcast, episode 28. A monthly program featuring news, information, and updates from IEEE USA headquarters in Washington, D.C. And now your host, Corey Ruth. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Corey Ruth. This month, Jonathan Cho brings you job tips with Career Connection, and Georgia Stolito covers the latest new IEEE USA ebook and an audiobook members can get for free. But first, I'll catch you up on recent events. National Engineers Week was a great success again this year, with exciting events across the country from February 17th to 23rd. E-Week celebrates how engineers make a difference in our world, increases public awareness about the need for engineers, and brings engineering to life for kids, educators, and parents, sharing a love of STEM to the next generation. Here in Washington, D.C., Discover Engineering Family Day celebrated its 25th anniversary this year. Taking over the National Building Museum, Family Day introduces kids to the wonders of engineering. They get to try out hands-on projects and have fun learning all about STEM. At the IEEE USA booth, staff and member volunteers helped hundreds of kids build and fly Alka-Seltzer rockets and understand how they work. Find out more at engineeringfamilyday.org. Discover Engineering's Future City Finals were held in D.C. as well. Middle school students from across the country, plus teams from Canada and China, can compete at the regional level for the right to come to our nation's capital, showcasing their projects designed to make the world a better place. Teams create a project plan, write an essay, design a virtual city, and build and present a model city made from recycled materials. The grand prize this year went to students from Warwick Middle School in Lititz, Pennsylvania, for their rendition of a future Toyama Japan. Well done. Teams may also win special awards, including the IEEE USA Award for the Most Advanced Smart Grid. Congratulations to the team from Grattan School in Fuente de Vida in Northern California for winning that honor this year. For details on the competition, go to futurecity.org. And rounding out Engineers Week, Girl Day helps focus a growing movement to inspire girls' futures so they learn they have a place in engineering a better world. Discover Engineering encourages volunteers, parents, and educators to plan events in your community, offering ideas, materials, and other resources on their website. For details on that, go to discover-e, that's discover, and the letter e, dot org slash girl day. I'm Jonathan Cho, and this is Career Connection, a segment where I take on aspects of young professional life and give guidance and tips. The topic for this month is the nonlinear career path. You've likely heard your parents say it a thousand times. Go to school, get a job, work hard, and if you're living the dream, retire when you're 65. It's easy to think of career as a ladder. Many of us have grown up being told that. The problem is, that's not how life often goes. Things happen. It might be redundancy, sickness, or simply the desire to get out there and try something else. And with an ever-changing job market, technologies and opportunities emerging daily, Many of us today are following what has been described as a non-linear career path. Now you're probably asking, what is a non-linear career path? A non-linear career path doesn't follow the traditional model of career advancement. You know, the life plan that I talked about earlier where you get a degree and then you get your dream job and then you eventually retire. One of the myths of standardized education is that life is linear when, in reality, it's not. Career paths aren't ladders. They're more like jungle gyms. Take myself as an example. I grew up thinking that I wanted to go into architecture. But when I got to college, I decided to study mass communications and advertising. 
Throughout my college career, I thought I wanted to work at an advertising agency and make flyers and advertisements for some big consumer brands like Nike or Target. But then when I was out of college, I soon came to the realization that finding a job, especially what I thought was my dream job, was going to be much harder than what I was led to believe. My first job out of college was at a political and public affairs consulting firm working in client management. After that, I worked in PR and media relations at a software company. And after that, account services at another consulting firm. Going down that non-linear path eventually led to what I'm doing now, which is working in social media with probably one of the best organizations to be a part of, IEEE USA. Now, it'd be interesting to say that that kind of career path was not the norm, but it actually is for a lot of people. Here's another example. Each year, IEEE USA sponsors three or four government fellowships for qualified US IEEE members. The fellows spend a year living and working in Washington, D.C. as advisors to Congress, the Department of State, or the U.S. Agency for International Development. One of our 2018 government fellows, Mark Canaeus, who is also the first alumnus of our WISE internship program to become a government fellow, followed his own nonlinear career path. Mark Canaeus earned his Ph.D. in aerospace engineering, but as a fellow, he went to work for Representative Derek Kilmer in Washington, D.C., as an engineer, he never really had to rely much on his interpersonal skills as he did on Capitol Hill. Kanea said during his fellowship he realized that technical experience is super useful, but personal skills are more important. So while he did offer advice on his areas of expertise, such as aerospace, AI, and cybersecurity, Kanea's found he spent more time expanding his experience and becoming a more rounded professional. During his fellowship, Kanea's learned to embrace the unexpected. He said, Everything won't go as you planned, but that's a mark of a good experience. Even if you think you know where you want your career to go, you may find that one experience may point you in a direction that you didn't even know existed. So with that being said, it's important to realize that pathways constantly change and evolve. You need to be able to see options no matter how unconventional or surprising. And sometimes you may stumble or make a mistake, but greater learning can come from your mistakes or divergence from your original path. The ups and downs, the uncertainty, and the long, nonlinear road can be worth it. All right, everyone, this has been a Career Connection with Jonathan Cho. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you all next month. In the IEEE USA Inside Spotlight, we bring you close up to a newsmaker or public figure with a quick one-on-one -on -one interview. This month, Corey talks with Tom Coughlin, IEEE USA 2019 president, about why he became an IEEE member and his plans for the year ahead. And we have a very special guest with us here today. We have Tom Coughlin, president of IEEE USA. Tom, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Corey. It's uh, great to be uh, get a chance to talk to you and to talk to anybody else who's listening to this. Yeah, excellent. So just a um, few quick questions for you here. Why did you initially join IEEE? I was working on some uh, magnetic development work at an industrial laboratory at the time, and I need to do some magnetic measurements. And I was this in Minnesota, and so uh, there was a professor at the University of Minnesota, Jack Judy, who was in the electrical engineering department doing work on magnetic recording, and he had lots of measurement equipment. So I came to his lab, and I did my measurements. I got a chance to meet him, and I ended up going to grad school uh, working in electrical engineering on magnetic recordings. And so I joined the IEEE Magnetic Society. That was uh, my first, uh, first entry into the IEEE. And in fact, I did it initially to be able to get a discount to go to a conference. I think it was in Boston, if I remember right, Intermag in Boston. So that was my, uh, my entry into the IEEE. I've been a member now for 41 years, a member of Magnetic Society. That's my oldest society, but also communications, computers, 
SSIT, let's see, broadcast technology. I've joined a bunch of the technical communities and uh, been involved in other IEEE stuff. I was living in Boston for a while, uh, working at Polaroid back in the mid-80s, and uh, I got involved with the Boston section. And I think, if I remember right, I was at one point I was going to be a candidate for secretary or treasurer or some position there, but then I moved to California. Uh, a few years later, I ended up being the chair of the IEEE uh, Magnetic Society chapter, uh, Santa Clara Valley. And in fact, I held that position twice. The second time, I actually got involved, uh, uh, which actually I ended up uh, filling, a, filling a spot because another guy wasn't able to do it. So I ended up uh, uh, doing that role. Uh, the second time, I, was, uh, I, I went to the meetings and I got engaged with some of the folks and they wanted me to run for treasurer. So that got me to be treasurer for the Santa Clara Valley uh, section, uh, eventually became vice chair and then chair. From there, I became chair of uh, the what's called the central area in region, IEEE Region 6, which is the Western United States. During the course of that, I actually was the chair of the 2011, the general chair of the 2011 Sections Congress in San Francisco. Then I ran for uh, director of Region 6. I just got done with my role as past director, was, and then I was elected as a uh, IEEE USA president. That's great. I mean, certainly uh, been involved in, in a lot of things over the years. IEEE has benefited me in various ways. You know, I've actually had a financial return on being a member as well as a, a professional experience. I think it's helped me an awful lot in terms of expanding my own knowledge of how to work with people and get things done with people. If you can get things done working with volunteers, I think it teaches you a lot of lessons because they're not getting paid to be there. They're there because they believe in it and because they're having hopefully having fun. So specifically with your uh, your presidency this year, are there specific goals that, that you're working towards for that? Uh, what would you like to see you know, by the end of your of your presidency? One of the things I, I, I'd like to do is to work, create a top-level membership experience and actually increase membership in IEEE, and in particular in IEEE regions one through six, that's the United States. I'd like to see us not lose members in our regions and actually increase membership in regions one through six. I want to create a more efficient and cost-effective IEEE USA and work with other organizational units as appropriate on activities uh, and be tied in as much as we can with other parts of the IEEE. So we're an indispensable um, entity within IEEE itself, represent the interests of our members to the government. Of course, IEEE USA is involved in public policy. We want to increase general awareness uh, in regions one through six and IEEE as a whole of the uh, importance and value of IEEE USA increase IEEE USA connections with industries in the U.S., increase our engagement, perceived value to other IEEE OUs, kind of went into that before, and perhaps most importantly, if we're going to keep people in our in our tribe, in our group, and if we're going to uh, motivate them, we've got to have fun. I think um, if we're going to get uh, uh, folks involved with us, we can't be all serious. Uh, we may be doing serious work, but let's do it in a way that's fun, it's engaging, that is embracing uh, and reflects the diversity and different approaches and ideas and backgrounds of IEEE USA as a whole, which is uh, enormously diverse. Definitely. And speaking to that d- diversity as well, uh, is that an area area of growth that you um, expect to see over the next five, 10 years in IEEE and in the USA and uh, specifically? Oh, yes. I think, um, you know, first of all, uh, uh, we need to encourage more women to get to get involved in IEEE and girls as well as boys to become more interested in science, uh, you know, STEM topics and to see that the, that they have a role to play there. Um, I think actually 
um, and there's a lot of statistics and studies that that, uh, uh, that I think support this, is that a more diverse community um, can create, for instance, an industry, better products, more reflective of the needs, requirements, um, and desires of the broader community when they reflect elements of that community, whether it be males and females, uh, people of various uh, backgrounds. Uh, I see us as being, USA as being an element in spreading those goals of embracing diversity, different viewpoints, uh, different representation for our mutual benefit to create uh, uh, goals that we all can agree that are beneficial and that would be good for us and then engage people to become part of our IEEE community, both at the local level and at the level of the various IEEE organizational units. Sounds like a, a great plan for the future and look forward to having you on again later in your presidency to talk more about it. Well, thank you very much, Corey. And now here are some updates for IEEE USA eBooks in the IEEE USA conference calendar. From March 1st through April 15th, IEEE members can download a new free audiobook from IEEE USA. Why STEM? Go to shop.ieeeusa.org and search for, then click on the book title. It will take you to the page with a free audio download in MP3. Through March 15th, IEEE members can download the following ebook for free Teaching Your Kids to Think and Solve Problems. Go to shop.ieeeusa.org, log into your IEEE web account, add the book to your cart, and enter promo code FEBFREE19 at checkout. In addition, IEEE USA has eight other audiobooks available for free download. Go to shop.ieeeusa.org and in the drop-down menu under product categories, click on audiobooks. It will take you to the audiobook archives page with all of the available free audiobook downloads. These audiobooks are also available for purchase online as ebooks that you can download for your reference library. And IEEE USA's new March ebook is transitioning from student to engineer. You might also like to purchase these other IEEE USA new ebooks, IEEE USA's Engineering Coloring Book for Kids, and Public Speaking for Engineers. These ebooks are also only $2.99 for IEEE members. Non members pay $4.99. IEEE members go to shop.ieeeusa.org to download all of your new and free ebooks today. And looking at IEEE USA's conference calendar, you won't want to miss the 2019 IEEE Green Technologies Conference, April 3rd through 6th in Lafayette, Louisiana, or IEEE Southeast Con 2019 in Huntsville, Alabama on the 11th through 14th of April. For more information on upcoming conferences and to register, go to IEEEUSA.org conferences. Don't miss these great opportunities. I'm Georgia Stelludo for IEEE USA. Keep an eye on your inbox. Starting the week of March 12th, we will be sending out invitations to the annual IEEE USA Salary Survey. By participating, you'll receive 10 free uses of the IEEE USA Salary Calculator to benchmark your salary or offers in relation to your peers. You also get free access to the full salary survey report, a $125 value. If you can't find the email, reach out to Daryl Griffin at d.r.griffin that's G-R-I-F-F-I-N, at IEEE.org. And mark your calendar. EVO 2019 is coming to Pittsburgh, August 2nd to 3rd. To stay ahead of the curve, your business skill set must evolve, and IEEE USA's one-of-a-kind leadership conference is the place to make that happen. EVO will feature insightful and inspiring keynotes, dynamic panel discussions, and immersive sessions to help you take your career to the next level, 
while affecting change in your organization. Early bird pricing is available now. For details and to register, go to Evo Conference. That's evoconference.org. I'm Corey Ruth. Thanks for tuning in. This has been the IEEE USA Insight Podcast. Join us again next month as we take a look at news, information, and updates from IEEE USA. If you have feedback you'd like to share, please connect with us by commenting on our IEEE USA Insight article, send us email at insightpodcast at IEEEUSA.org, visit Facebook at facebook.com slash IEEEUSA, or Twitter at IEEEUSA. I'm John Yaglinski. Thanks for tuning in.